Hey, pop punk enthusiasts. Welcome back to another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am the host of this incredible music podcast. If you are new here, hey, what's up? Welcome on in to the best place to find your brand new favorite artist. Here at Pop Punk Promo, we specialize in promoting small independent artists in the pop punk, pop rock, and alternative rock scene. And we especially highlight women and non-male artists in the scene. With that being said, we do feature men on our podcast from time to time. We like to focus approximately 90% of our efforts on women and non-male artists purely because there has never been a true space for women and non-male artists in the scene really ever. And the only women that we've had to look up to have been Haley Williams and Avril Lavigne. Now, don't get me wrong, we love them. They are queens. They are the ones that built a pathway for women in pop punk. However, they are not the only ones with incredible talent out there, and that's where we step in. We are here to promote and uplift any women and non-male artists in pop punk, in pop rock, in alternative rock. Basically, if it's a form of rock, we've got it. And we bring them on for interviews to chat about their experiences in music, what got them into music, some of their favorite hobbies, who they'd love to tour with, and so much more. If you love finding small independent artists before they are found out by any of your friends, this is absolutely the podcast for you. In addition to incredible artist interviews, every single episode we feature a section full of pop punk news. Now, This means that we go over different tours that have been announced, we go over concert reviews that maybe I've been to recently, I talk about brand new songs that are coming out, some pre-saves for you guys, literally anything that there is to know in the pop punk scene, we talk about it before the artist interviews. So buckle up, if this sounds like something that you would enjoy, please stick around, we'd love to have you. If you've been a fan of Pop Punk Promo for a while, thank you so much for sticking around and listening to all of our episodes. It really means the world to me and all of these incredible artists that we interview. They take a chance on me when they decide to come on the podcast and share their stories with us. So it really means a ton to know that there are people out there who listen every single week, every single episode. And you guys are just the best. Thank you for being all stars. You know who you are if you're here every week or you listen to most of our episodes. You know who you are. Thank you so much for constantly supporting what we do here. It really means a lot. Just a reminder, if you guys love what we do here, please rate us five stars on Spotify. That just ensures that we are shown to other potential listeners who would really love us. So make sure you hit the five stars in Spotify leave us comments, interact with the polls, all of that type of stuff helps bring us up so that people actually see us on Spotify and other streaming platforms. We also have merch available, so if you want a cool t-shirt or some stickers repping your Pop Punk Promo pride, head on over to poppunkpromo.store and you can pick out all of your fun merch. It's all handmade by me, myself, and I. So, It really is the best way to support us if you are interested in supporting us that way. It's super fun. I love doing it for people. I have a couple orders that are going to be heading out this week. So if you want to jump on the bandwagon, head over to poppunkpromo.store and pick up your order today. 
Additionally, you can find everything and anything you need to know about our podcast at poppunkpromo.com. Now, we have the link to our store available there too as well if you want to go that route. But if you head over to our website, you can find literally every single artist we have ever interviewed. We provide links to listen to them. We provide links to the direct episode that they were featured in and we have some really cool art available on there for you guys to view we even made a ton of personally curated playlists for women in pop punk and we've got a couple holiday playlists a ton of other things so head over to poppunkpromo.com for everything you could ever wish for about this podcast it's all there all right pop punk enthusiasts as i said A good portion of our podcast is dedicated to giving you guys some pop punk news, new releases, all that good jazz. So without further ado, let's get into some pop punk news. We are going to start this week's news segment with a festival announcement. Four Chord Music Fest, located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, was just announced with the full lineup this morning. This is the 10th anniversary of the Four Chord Music Festival, and it is a two-day festival occurring on June 22nd and June 23rd. Both days are packed with amazing lineups, but let's start with the first day, June 22nd. We've got a headline from A Day to Remember and the story so far. We've also got Senses Fail, State Champs, Four Years Strong, Microwave, Military Gun, Koyo, Eternal Boy, Driveways, Action Adventure, Cliff Diver, and Mallory Run. I don't know about you guys, but that first day already sounds like an absolute blast. Now let's move to the second day, June 23rd. We've got a headline from the All-American Rejects. We've got Something Corporate, Motion City Soundtrack, The Get Up Kids, Reliant K, My Favorite, My Best Friend, Taylor Acorn, Honey, Patent Pending, Keep Flying, People Are Ugly, House Parties, Goalkeeper, Don't Panic, and Old Neon. Holy shit, you guys. This is awesome. Both days are absolutely loaded, but personally, I think I'm a little biased towards day two just because there's a few more of my favorite bands on there. Now, if state champs would move to day two, I think that would be absolutely made for me. What do you guys think? If you had to choose between day one and day two, which one are you guys going to hit up for Four Chord Music Fest? If you want to learn more about the festival, how much tickets are when they go on sale, you can visit fourchordmusicfest.com. Next up, we've got a tour announcement from Knox. Now, I don't think I've ever actually talked about him on the podcast. I absolutely love him. He is doing amazing things in music. His music leans a lot more towards pop. It's a little bit more pop rock, but I absolutely love what he's doing. He's got the most catchy music I've ever heard. So he just came off of a tour headlining around the East Coast, and now He just announced a brand new tour focused on the West Coast and parts of the Midwest. I'm so excited. Knox is going to be coming here to Minneapolis and 
I'm going. I'm so incredibly excited. So if you guys missed him on the East Coast and you guys live further on the West side of the United States, listen up. This is for you. This tour is part two of the I'm So Good at Being Alone tour, and he's bringing Mary Jo as support with him. This second part of the tour kicks off in St. Paul, Minnesota on April 8th at Amsterdam Bar and Hall, which is personally one of my favorite venues here in the Twin Cities. He goes through Denver, Salt Lake City, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Houston, and he wraps up the second leg of the tour in Dallas, Texas on April 21st. If you are local to any of those cities I just mentioned and you love what Knox is doing in the music industry, check it out. Buy a ticket. The tickets were not very expensive, you guys. This was probably one of the cheapest shows I've been to in a very, very long time. So pick up those tickets while you can. He's got an artist pre-sale going on right now. And the on sale is on Friday. So make sure you grab those tickets. They're gonna go quickly. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is not a tour announcement, but a show review. So a couple weeks ago, I saw Neck Deep live in concert and it was truly a super unique experience and I just had the best time. So I wanted to talk about it a little bit. So Neck Deep brought three openers with them on this tour. They brought Drain, Bearings, and Higher Power. So Bearings was super good. They were really pop punk. I really liked what what they had going. They were awesome. I loved their set. Then there was Higher Power. I also really enjoyed their set a ton too. Super pop punk. Just really fit in with Neck Deep. I had a really great time. Then the third opener came out and this was Drain. Now, I still enjoyed their set. Don't get me wrong, but it was crazy. So, I am someone that doesn't really go to metalcore shows, like, not really at all. I am much more into, like, pop punk, pop rock, like, a little bit lighter rock, you know what I mean? So, Drain comes out just screaming, like, their their lead singer just is, like, doing this deep, like, screaming shit, and like starting circle pits all over and did like a wall of death with the left and the right side of <laughs> of the crowd and even if you didn't want to participate you you pretty much had to because it was so crazy but yeah it was a very unique experience that I have honestly never ever experienced before so if any of you guys went to neck deep and you guys literally had to do a wall of death with drain like i hope you guys had a great time it was awesome it was so crazy but yeah i'd love to know your guys feedback on that because they got the crowd fucking rowdy like i would almost arguably say even more rowdy than when neck deep came out but the crowd still went ham for neck deep so it was awesome then neck deep came out and it was so awesome you guys i have not seen a neck deep headliner since they released the piece in the panic and that was in 2017 so all the other times i've seen the band was at festivals where they didn't get to play as as long of a set but this was so awesome they played a plentiful set list full of songs from 
all over their discography and I just had such an amazing time. A lot of you guys probably know that The Peace and the Panic is my favorite album by Neck Deep of all time and their new album honestly is so very good as well. So this was an amazing show to go to. Now something that was really cool that Ben Barlow did on stage was Right before She's a God, he mentioned that there was just a ton of dudes in the mosh pit. So he was like, all right, ladies, all the gals, get into the center. Let's do a girl pit. And then we literally had a girl pit to She's a God. And honestly, it was so fun. Something I didn't expect from Neck Deep. And I thought it was amazing. So I thank Ben Barlow for that so much. That was a really cool opportunity. And in addition to giving women a safe space in the pit and giving us our moment, they also talk very heavily in their music about politics and the world as it is right now. And I really appreciate them for that so much. And bringing up real world problems and how much our world honestly kind of fucking sucks sometimes and how there's not a lot we can do about it but sometimes there is and that's always important to remember so he also stood up there and he said free palestine at the end of don't wait and that really just struck a chord with me. That was super awesome. And I am so glad that Ben Barlow got up on stage and acknowledged what is going on over in Israel right now, the genocide that is happening. So thank you, Neck Deep, for being so cognizant of what's going around in the world around us. Thank you for supporting human rights. Thank you for just supporting us as people and being good people. It really means the world to us, especially in a world full of so much hate and violence and it's really it feels good to be able to go to a show and know that we are being supported and protected by the people who are performing for us. Overall Neck Deep was an absolutely incredible show. I had the best time there and I spent the majority of the show in the pit with my friends just having a great time moshing safely of course and it was so amazing. So if you guys haven't seen Neck Deep in concert yet, I highly recommend you guys check them out. They're amazing. They only have like two dates left on this tour, I believe. So if you're one of them, make sure you head out there. Support Neck Deep. It was awesome. So 10 out of 10 would recommend going to one of their shows. Next up, we've got a number of new releases this week to share with you guys. So starting off first, we've got our friends in Dawn. They're releasing their brand new song, Boy Next Door, tomorrow. So if you guys are listening to this on Friday, the song is already out. If you're listening to this on Thursday, it may or may not be out depending on your region. So regardless, Dawn has a new song coming out literally in less than eight hours. And I am so, so incredibly excited to hear the full version. What they have been teasing on TikTok and on Instagram is literally so amazing. And they've got a music video to go along with it. So I cannot wait for the full version. Make sure you check it out. Boy Next Door by Dawn. Next up on our release radar is a song from our girl Lolo. It's called Poser. This song comes out tonight. So like Dawn, if you are listening to this on Thursday, it may or may not be out. But if you are listening to this on Friday, it is absolutely out. So Lolo has been 
teasing this brand new song for a while now on TikTok and Instagram. And I am so incredibly excited. It's going to be so amazing. So make sure you go check it out. Poser by Lolo. Next up is a song from Royal and the Serpent featuring Gail. This song is called Kinda Smacks. And honestly, it does kind of smack. I am so here for it. The song is super goofy and fun. And it's basically about liking your friend's ex's music but wishing you didn't because it's your friend's ex but I don't know it's just super goofy fun and I love it so much so if you haven't heard it yet make sure you go check it out kind of smacks by Royal and the Serpent and Gale last song in our release radar this week is 10 out of 10 by Rax so if you guys remember I interviewed Rax a while ago she is super cool her episode was titled pop punk princess I think she is just so cool so this new song of hers 10 out of 10 is super moody and emotional and I think it takes a really different direction for Rax but also keeps her herself in it and I absolutely love it so I think you guys will too go check it out 10 out of 10 by Rax we're gonna move along and we've got a couple of pre-saves available for you guys so the first one I have is by Gina Fritz it's called over it so if you guys haven't heard of Gina Fritz yet you guys should get to know her a little bit I actually just had an interview with her today so you can expect to have her on the podcast in the upcoming weeks I am so incredibly excited she was so much fun to have on the show so her new song over it comes out February 27th you can look back at all the other stuff she has released in the past and go check out the brand new song on February 27th when it comes out. It's called Over It by Gina Fritz. Another pre-save for you guys is from our friends Gold Steps. They were just on the podcast a couple weeks ago. So their new song called Missing Out comes out on March 1st. So you don't have to wait very long for this one to come out. I'm super stoked. So if you guys haven't listened to our interview with Gold Steps yet, make sure you go back and check it out. It was about two episodes ago with their lead singer, Betty. I had such a great time with her. So make sure you check out the interview and make sure you pre-save the brand new song, Missing Out by Gold Steps. My very last pre-save I have available for you guys this week is one that I already mentioned in the last episode. It is a brand new EP by Maggie Lindemann. It is called Head Split. It comes out on March 8th. I am so stoked to hear this one. She has a song out called Hostage that should be the very first single on the EP. So if you guys don't know, I absolutely fell in love with Maggie last year when she released Sucker Punch, which was her debut album. And I absolutely adored it. So I have high expectations for Head Split. I'm so incredibly excited. Make sure you guys go check it out. Pre-save it now. It's called Head Split by Maggie Lindemann. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, that's all I've got for news this week. I hope you guys enjoyed our little news segment and you guys check out all of the brand new music coming out this week as well as pre-save all of the wonderful music coming out in the next couple weeks. We are going to head into the main event here. We are going to jump right into our featured artist segment. So I teased this week's featured artist on my Instagram story today, and I am so incredibly excited to share them with you. Today, we are bringing on Maggie Schneider of Glimmers. 
and she was such a joy to have on the podcast. I was really excited to get her on the show and just chat with her about her brand new music and her journey as a musician. So without further ado, let's bring out Maggie from Glimmers. Welcome back in, everybody. Today we are here with Maggie of Glimmers. How are you doing today, Maggie? I'm so good. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm so excited that you're on here. Um, We were just talking about how you've been a fan of my show for a little while. And honestly, your band has been on my radar for a while, too. I just... I've got so many I keep trying to get to. So now we're finally here. And I'm so glad that you're here. Yes. Oh, Thank me you for too. Me. <laughs> oh, of course. And like we were saying off air, like there's so many lovely female and non-male artists that you give just so much um, attention and like presence to. So I've been following it for a while and thought, man, like this would be so awesome to get to meet you in person. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. That that means so much to me. Like, seriously, I, I love chatting with people who who love what I'm doing, who see the vision and just other music lovers who know that there is a space for women in the scene. So it's yeah. it's really special. So thanks for being here. Do you want to just introduce yourself to the listeners with your name, pronouns and where you're from slash based out of? Yeah, for sure. Uh, my name is Maggie Schneider. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and I'm the front woman of Glimmers. We're a pop rock band here in Atlanta. Um, we're, I feel like I usually compare us to if New Girl, the TV show, was a band. That would be us. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. I love it. So a, a little bit of awkward, but like spunky fun. I love it. I love yes, it. Yes, <laughs> 100%. Like That's we perfect. all love each other. We have adventures on the road and everything, but Whatever I think of us and our dynamic, it's definitely new girl. Oh my God. I, I love that. I've never had a band like compare them. Actually, it's not true. I was like, compare themselves to like a TV show, but I, I feel like in a way some of them do, but like in like a more low-key way. I love that you just like you're like, we're like new girl. I love it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, how long have you been making music and how did the formation of Glimmers kind of start? Yeah, so it's definitely been a whole journey, but that's what makes it fun. Um, so I started doing music solo. Um, you know, I've always wanted to be in music. I would sing Jesse's Girl in my karaoke machine as a kid. And like my parents always supported me to learn how to play guitar and to be in musicals and all of this. So always a passion of mine. Um, I then started as a tween to write my own songs because Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers and exactly. all of the Disney Channel influence uh, mm -hmm. really inspired me to want to do that and to like write my own stories. Um, so I started that and then just continued growing and learning my instruments and honing them and, you know, did solo music for a long time. Um, it would just be me like with an acoustic guitar and um, I had the privilege of opening for some really cool people even as a solo act uh, when I was young but I had always wanted a band and to have that full full sound behind me and also just yeah. the friendship that comes with being in a band rather than just doing it on your own yeah um, and so I looked for a long time you know I, I played with a lot of awesome musicians but it's hard to find people that you can click with musically and personally, like yeah. both. Yeah. Um, and so luckily, 
in, I think it, I think it was 2020. Yeah. Um, 2019, 2020, I kind of brought the core group of who Glimmers is today. Um, mm-hmm. Just kind of not even with that intention. I was recording some music of mine as a solo artist and Alex, our guitarist, um, he was doing production like five minutes away from me. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So super convenient. And I knew he did great work and he was in another local Atlanta band. So I thought, man, like I would love to work with him. So we started working together. And then meanwhile, I start to get asked to do some gigs, you know, as a, as a full band thing, not just acoustic. And I reached out to him. He said, yeah, let's do it. Why not? And then one of my great friends, Jeremy, who's our drummer, uh, was already kind of playing with me at the time, just whenever mm-hmm. I had bigger gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it kind of came together and we just kept playing together and kept having such a good time that when the pandemic happened, we thought, well, we should maybe rebrand and go from Maggie Schneider to something else. So that yeah. it's like a full band vibe. So Glimmers was born. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Um, I discovered today that you made solo music too, because I was I was digging in a little bit before the interview, as as I always <laughs> do to prep a little bit. And like I was like, whoa, she did solo stuff first, which is like, by the way, you have an amazing voice. So like it was it was really cool to find out that you kind of did stuff on your own and then you know they they grouped around you as like you know, the Maggie Schneider show. And then like, I love so much that you decided to make it like a whole band effort because a lot of people will just keep it like their own name and then like their band behind them. So like, I think it's really cool that you made it like, like a whole thing. That's super cool. and inclusive. Yeah. And it, it just felt like it was time. Like, of course, doing the solo thing, like I was the one, you know, making all of the decisions and and really coming up with everything. But then slowly, as the guys and I started to play together live, then we started to talk about, oh, fun music video ideas, like really being more collaborative. And so by the time, you know, the pandemic came around, I'm thinking, well, this feels like a band. Like it doesn't exactly. feel like just me. So yeah, I'm I'm super lucky. I found my people. <laughs> so. Awesome. I I absolutely love that. That is honestly such a great story. Cause like I, I love always learning how people like became a band, how they met each other. Cause sometimes it's like we were friends forever. And other times it's like we met on Facebook or we met wherever, you know? And so like, I, I just love this. This is so super cool. So yeah. yeah. And I love the name by the way, too. I think you guys chose a really cool name. It's like whimsical, but like it, it's a little, it could be edgy too. Like it, it gives like mystery and I like it. I, I like it. Thank a lot. you. Yeah. For, for us, like, I remember we had FaceTimes every night, like trying to think about what the band name would be, what it would look like. And I knew that I wanted something that had like a bright and kind of just positive attitude. Like I wanted the name to show like the glass half full mentality that we have. Um, And so I remember I was like half asleep and it sounds like it's not a real story, but I promise it is, (laughs) but I was half asleep and I was just like going to bed thinking about stuff. And then the word glimmers just popped into my head. And so I like woke up real quick. I looked in Spotify and I was like, please let this not be taken. Like I, I really want it. And it wasn't. 
Um, so I talked to the guys the next morning. I was like, well, what about glimmers? And so we talked about it for a week. We like wrote it out. We mm-hmm. said it out loud. Like we just, you know, thought about what it would look like and sound like. And yeah. eventually it stuck. Cool. I love that so much. That's awesome. And honestly, sometimes moments like that, like do just come to you, like when you're like almost asleep or like you're in the shower, you're just like doing day things. You go glimmers. That sounds that would that fits right. Like sometimes it just comes to you like that and there's no shame in that. So cool. Cool. Well, so how would you kind of describe your personal branding surrounding glimmers and the music that you guys make together? Yeah, so I think really ever since we started, since our whole foundation has been about friendship and like connecting with people through music and the adventures that go along with that, I always feel like that's the core of our brand and our mission. Um, But what we, I feel like we're still continuing to find, which is really exciting, is like, in our personal sound, we love a little bit of everything musically. So, you know, I'm a theater kid. So I love my musical theater stuff. Um, I love my pop punk. I love, you know, indie and like indie pop, like Valley and Nightly and the band Camino and like all of that stuff. Um, And then even Alex and Jeremy, like they love heavier music, like post hardcore and you know, even instrumental stuff. So we all kind of have different vibes, Mm -hmm. but we come together and and we're still in the process of like trying to hone exactly what that is. But in terms of brands like bubbly, fun, you know, we're the best friends next door that always have the party that you want to go to. Like that's kind of the sensibility that we always want to have is just like, fun and empowering and and hopefully just making someone happy yeah cute I absolutely love that and I love the like um coordination of like the brightness of your name glimmers with like the vibes that you want to give off to like it's very cohesive and I it seems very well thought out and like I definitely get the vibes from your music too like thank you oh good yeah I I really like what you guys are doing um are you guys still independent we are so we're independent we don't have a label but we have a lovely manager um Katrina at Reclaim she's awesome and we have a booking agent as well so we're super lucky because uh our whole team is of women which we love um, oh my god we love that that's awesome do. that's super rare especially in like pop punk rock all that stuff cool yeah it totally is and even when we started like that was always like a priority you know like I I, as a lady, love to work with fellow ladies and non-male artists, whether that's photographers and videographers, like my best friend, Sophie, she goes out on the road with us and is our tour photographer. So for us, we just, that is something that we love and we like to prioritize. And Katrina and Nina are so great. So it was just a (laughs) win-win. Awesome. I absolutely love that so much. And like, like you take the like supporting women to the next level, like you surround yourself with powerful women just doing every piece of it. And that's so important because like, people don't realize how rare it is like for women to be in these positions. So it's, it's super awesome. 
For sure. And, you know, I, I've been fortunate too, like in terms of mentorship, like I have friends that I can call friends, which is crazy, um, who are in the scene and, you know, who continue to kill it and who have been in these, you know, big positions at bigger labels and, you know, just having their mentorship and their support of like, you know, encouraging me to keep going, even when things can be a little challenging is really great. So I, I always hope to kind of foster a community of like friendship and empowerment and just, you know, everyone, everyone contributing to, to the good. So. Yes. I, I love it. I love the vibes. It's, it's so good. And yeah, I, I want to see more of that in the scene. I just, I just want to see more good yeah. vibes, more all women festivals, all women tour lineups and like yeah. bringing just more, more positive female and non-male vibes, like non-binary, whatever. Like I, I want to see all of it and yeah. it's, it's so good to see it's happening with you guys. That's so cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I feel super lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yes. As you should. That's, that's amazing. And the vibes just must be, be so nice while you're touring and doing anything related to the band. So that's super cool. Um, so kind of bouncing off of that, um, for you personally, Maggie, how has being like a woman in the scene kind of affected your success in the industry and how have you kind of like felt like just trying to make your way as, mm -hmm. a, as a, a successful musician as a woman? Yeah, for sure. Like this is something that I even talked about the other day, like with our manager and with a few friends, because like I, I feel very fortunate that I have such a community. And of course there are days when it's more challenging or maybe you know, as a woman, you're worried about saying the wrong thing online or yeah. wearing the wrong thing or how people perceive you or if people even, you know, take you seriously to consider for a support slot or, or anything yeah. else. Um, and it sounds ridiculous. It sounds so ridiculous because that should not be a double standard, but it can be. Um, yeah. And so for me, like, I, I really hope with every show that we do and every release and, you know, with our most recent single Jaded, like my whole mission is to hopefully like empower the next generation of female artists and like non-male performers to go after what they want um, and to hopefully like continuing to break that ceiling um, because yeah. trust me, there are some days when I want to eat ice cream and watch a movie and be like, ah, oh, like, I just, I want to break, I want to break through or, you know, I wish that this wasn't the double standard, but the people in the community that we are continuing to grow that do understand and hype each other up, like, that's what really matters. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's a day-to-day -day process, but I really hope that as we continue the band, that I become that mentor for someone else to totally yeah. remind them, like, you got this, like, it may be tough from time to time, but, you know, we're doing the best thing. Like, like we're, we're hopefully the change makers of this yeah. thing. So. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that so much. And I, I just love how positive you are about striving to be successful and like not letting anything get in the way. And yeah. I, I love the message behind Jaded, by the way. Thank you. Um, so I, 
I, I want to talk about it for a minute because it's Please. So, <laughs> essentially like it's about like being compared to very famous like like the one or two famous pop punk women that we've had in the early 2000s to now pretty much which mm-hmm. you name drop Haley Williams in it which is very bold of you I will say and <laughs> yeah I, I don't know if you've you've probably read the stuff on Reddit because I it was the first thing came up when I looked it up and some people were like coming for you and some of like I don't really I understand what they're saying but at the same time it's like do they understand that that is truly the reality you know like all if you make pop punk as a woman you're always going to comp- going to get compared to Haley or Avril it's just the mm-hmm. way it is you know so yeah. like i think it's a super bold song i think it's exactly what we needed and what people needed to hear whether or not they wanted to hear it you know what i mean so yeah yeah Thank and then, you. Yeah, so, so like, what much. are your thoughts on that? Like, <laughs> uh, so many thoughts. Um, <laughs> first off, I really appreciate you, and like, thank you so much for your kindness. Um, yes. <laughs> you know, to be blunt, uh, when we were promoting this song, and even the day before it came out, you know, the backlash made me almost not put out the song. Damn. Um, yeah. Damn. And it was it was really hard. Because with my whole, like, mission and the whole point of the song is to hopefully, like I said, like, empower people and let music listeners know, like, we love Paramore. Paramore, in this instance, is more of a symbol for the comparisons that continue to be made for women in the industry. And when people say, you know, imitation is the highest form of flattery, that's not necessarily true. You know, it, yeah. you know, I, all my life and, and many, I think most female artists can say, you know, that whether it's Taylor Swift or Paramore or Avril Lavigne or whatever, there's always going to be, you know, someone else that people can be reminded of. And it's great to have that influence. And like, that's so special. And Paramore has always been a band that I love, but I think people that don't necessarily understand the point of the song, they haven't been in our position. You know, maybe it's, it's a point where they have never felt any sort of comparison in their life. And it could even be to a friend or to someone's ex or, you know, in whatever industry that you're a part of. Um, And so it was really hard for me when I was getting all of the negative comments. And that was why I wrote a message on Twitter, which was, you know, you don't know me, like you don't know my story. We all have unique stories. We're all unique artists. And that is exactly uh, what the song is about. But I was super, super lucky to have such amazing people by my side, not only my bandmates, but my manager and even my good friend Tay Jardine, who was in Weird the In Crowd. Um, oh, cool. Oh my God. Yeah. She she has really been like such a light and such an amazing friend and collaborator and all of it. But you know, going through it, she was one of the people that was like, listen, like you are doing the right thing. You know, like this is this is your voice and your story. And 
you know, you're the first person maybe saying it um, bluntly, but the people that will resonate with it will find it. And so I just, I remembered that and I thought, you know, I'm just going to put it out and and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I I love it so much. And I like, because when I, I, I heard the song, I didn't like look at anything prior to it. Like I listened to it and took it in and I went, Ooh, let me like read the lyrics. Let me look into it. And like, I was surprised to see this, this Reddit thread. I was like, are people really this, this mad about it? Cause like, like, I, I don't understand why they went immediately to like, oh, she's discrediting Haley. Oh, she's saying that she's the worst or she doesn't want to be compared to her. And then they went like, I would love to be compared to her. And it's like, that's not the point. You know what I mean? It's like, of course it feels like an honor, but it, doesn't when that's the only person you have to compare to you know what I mean yeah absolutely and even Haley Williams was constantly compared to Gwen Stefani yes exactly so if if Haley wrote the song it would be called I'm not Gwen exactly exactly it doesn't just stop at Haley it it's a cyclical thing and I think, you know, it's so important for people to realize that, that, yeah. you know, this, this is a bigger issue than the band. This is something that hopefully, you know, if someone listens to it and takes a step back, you know, to think, wow, like, you know, she sings, stop comparing me to the woman we love. We love her. She's exactly. Amazing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the point that I, I really want to like like send home to to the people who like don't understand and a lot of it I'm not gonna lie is men saying that you know it's like why you don't get it because you're not constantly Mm -hmm. compared to each other like you never see a man in pop punk be compared to one of his peers it just doesn't happen it goes you're like wow he's Pete Wentz wow he is uh whoever else you know like he is Patrick Stump he is Tyler Joseph. Like, you know who these people are. And like, mm-hmm. that's Gerard way. Like they, they don't compare themselves to anyone else. And it's like, no. they don't get it. So that's why they're upset. So anyway, yeah. we could talk about this forever, but <laughs> I love the song. I think Thank it's you. Great. And I, I love what you're doing with it. I, I think that you're being bold and you took a stand where it was a topic that people were probably afraid to write about and you were not afraid. So I love it. Yeah. Thank (laughs) you. Uh, I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I, I, if there's one thing in this world that I can appreciate, it's, it's honesty and boldness and it's both of those things in one. So I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, on that note, do you have any other music that's coming out? relatively soon that you want to promote tease to anything like that yeah we do um and i'm super excited because i'm about to get the master for it so yeah that's exciting news um but yeah so this next song that's coming out i'm really excited about um i don't want to give too much away but it's kind of sassy and bold Mm. in a similar way um you know as a writer like relationships are obviously have been a big topic for me and you know i i love writing about love and heartbreak and all of that Mm -hmm. um but it's also been fun to challenge myself and write about imposter syndrome with jaded or even with this song this song is about friendship breakups 
and oh, like no that's the yeah, worst they are they oh. really are the worst and you know especially with galentine's day coming up which yeah. i think we're gonna tease a little bit the song um mm. it's it's a little edgy and it's a little bit about you know kind of the backstabby person who maybe was your friend at first and then they're not your friend anymore and it's like yeah. huh that's not great. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And a lot of people argue that like friendship breakups can sometimes almost be worse than like a romantic one at times because it's like, mm-hmm. especially if you're friends with someone for like what, 15 years, something goes sour, like that never feels good, you know? So it's no. Yeah. And and I feel like it hurts more because you almost never expect the friendship to end, you know? So yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this one. I'm I'm excited to hear the sass, yes. the drama. I'm ready for it. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I I had some major like influence from Demi from her Ooh, new record. I can um, see that, yeah. Yeah, so it definitely has that vibe. And then the music video is fun and kind of campy as well. So Cute. I'm super excited about it. And the music video features my best friend Sophie, who's also our photographer. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fun are, are you guys okay I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone but are you guys like acting as like the broken up best friends oh yes. my god that's so yes. cool so yeah Sophie is like one of my favorite people ever I'm so lucky to have her and she used to act like I did as a kid and oh. so when I when I had the idea for the music video I immediately thought well I have to have her like be the ex-friend it would be so fun so fun and honestly I feel like it's fun when you can you have your friends to do something like that it's like you're like this isn't real and you can just be very playful with it and like you said add a little bit of of camp to it because it's 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 not so serious like in real life obviously so I think it'll be fun yeah yeah it's it's a super fun video I'm really excited but yeah we we filmed it in August So it has been a long time, but we wanted to make sure we had everything we needed ready before we put it out. Cool. Oh, my God. Well, I can't wait. Um, How soon is that going to be? Is it like relatively soon? In a month. Okay. Okay, cool. That is pretty soon. Yay. I can't wait. I'm so excited because I think did Jaded come out in was it October? It was. It's been a minute since you released something new. Yeah, Jada came out in October, and then we have the acoustic version with Tay that came out in December. So Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. So I'm so excited to get some new content from you guys, some new, some new jams. That's gonna be so awesome. So um, I wanna pivot the uh the conversation a little bit, and I'm wondering, um, what would be your dream lineup if you could go on tour with any like three other bands who would you want to go on tour with oh that's so hard <laughs> oh my god okay and I have so many friends that I like really want to tour with and so it's difficult choosing but yeah um Taylor Acorn yes I love her so much and Me her too. band is so sweet too yes um, I would love to tour with her um the band Camino I love mm. them um i love that they are like in the they're not quite pop punk or emo but they're not quite all pop or indie it's like the sweet spot yeah yeah they are very unique they're they're cool 
I love them. And then for kind of a, a legacy act, Mayday Parade. I love Ooh, Mayday Parade. Yes, I love them too. And like, man, they, they were definitely one of the first like emo bands that I like really fell in love with as a teenager. So man, yeah, that, that one hits for me. I love that. Yeah. Cool. That would so be so good. fun. Oh my god, I love all the your real. answers. That's that's they're so good. Um, so we got Taylor Acorn, we've got the band Camino, and we've got Mayday Parade. Sick. Yeah. That would be a I fire think, lineup. Absolutely. I think and it I think would that be they great. all go well together too. Like all all four of you. That would be so awesome. Cool. Yeah, I love sure. that. Cool. We'll manifest it. <laughs> yes, we're all about manifesting. That's what we do here. We manifest that all of the good things happen for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So kind of going off that same thing, um, who would you want to collaborate with in the future? Who would be like your biggest collaboration oh. moment? Oh, man. It's so hard because I've I've been lucky to have a couple of collaborations recently that I'm like, yeah. oh, like this is a dream. Yeah. Um. Oh, man. I'm trying to go through my, my Rolodex of favorite artists. <laughs> I guess it's, um, it's like... which artists would you like if you got to collaborate with them would you be like I've made it like this is it like think of it that way more like you know I mean Demi is a huge one yeah like I I love Demi Lovato so much um she's always been like one of my favorites yeah so love love Demi um I love Pink yo yeah that would be so sick yeah pink spunk is amazing oh and i guess gwen stefani we'll throw all of them yes oh my (laughs) god so many icons that would yeah that would be sick and you are fully capable of of getting any of them to collaborate with you i'm i'm here i believe in you and i think you could do it so i appreciate it (laughs) cool (laughs) cool i love all those answers nice okay so do you guys have any like upcoming live shows or anything that people can can come to? Yeah, so we're actually next weekend uh, going to Orlando in Tampa, Florida to open Ooh. for Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Um, Whoa, that's another big name. Yeah, wow, so that's awesome. I'm very stoked for that. So we're playing February 16th and 17th uh with them and then we don't have anything announced yet except for april 13th in atlanta we're doing a headliner uh with natalia taylor who is so awesome you should check her out okay i will have to cool yeah she does great music very much in like the you know kind of pop rock like taylor acorn songwriting style way so i love that um and then caroline riley is opening as well and she's yes i interviewed her a while back she's she's so fun she she is just so cool i love her too so yeah she's so awesome so it's an all-girl lineup we're super stoked and um you know usually hometown shows are super fun for us Mm -hmm. like uh you know we we feel the hometown pride so that's what we have right now and hopefully we'll announce more soon yay oh my god i'm so excited for you that's awesome so anyone listening if you're in florida atlanta anywhere in that region go check them out go check them out it's gonna be awesome so i wish i could go i'm i'm in minneapolis so i'm like way far north like not even Ah! close 
But man, we've we've never played in Minneapolis. We've probably driven through it, but we'll have yeah. to make it a point next time. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's a nice city. We've got a shitload of concert venues. So I'm like, people come Yay. up here. And it's not even snowy right now. It feels like literally everywhere else got snow except here, which well, is good. nuts <laughs> because normally we get normally we'd be buried right now and there's literally none like none it's raining right now which is weird so oh man <laughs> yeah it's weird for us so i don't know but yeah it's not scary is my point <laughs> yes that is yeah. good we got stuck in a blizzard one time in michigan that Ooh, was that no. was a whole thing i i love michigan but it was an adventure we played yeah. the show and people came to the show but That's then we fair. all helped each other get out of the snow. <laughs> so. oh my god yikes i i saw that um honey revenge like couldn't make it to a show like yesterday or something because they were like yeah stuck in snow in wyoming of all places i was like what the heck like that's For crazy real. i was like they get snow I was like what is going on but yeah that's that's nutty um so anyway weather's been very mild here so it's not so scary come visit us all bands visit us in minnesota we're not scary <laughs> but yeah all right so to pivot a little bit off of that um all right i have uh, uh, like a harder question for you and you're probably gonna Uh-oh. hate me but i'm gonna i'm gonna ask it anyway so all right what is one song that's written by another artist that you wish you would have written yourself uh, okay i have an answer Ooh, have that was an quick. Answer. okay yeah okay <laughs> um i don't love you by my chemical romance yes um, oh my god that is that like song. that's one of my favorite songs of all time um and i really feel like on the black parade like people sleep on the ballots they do they straight up do (laughs) i don't love you and disenchanted are both songs where if i listen to it at any given moment i will cry like yeah (laughs) beautiful songwriting i fucking love it so much (laughs) oh i love that so much um yeah because everyone thinks of mcr as just like super heavy and it's but like they aren't really like they're emo for sure but like the ballads are so pretty i yeah i couldn't agree more with you i love that so much cool yeah they were like the band that got me into emo music yes yes i i i don't even remember who was the first band that got me into emo but like they were definitely like there when i was like you know 15 16 so like they were pretty early on and then it just keeps expanding since then so yeah. yeah cool hopefully a lot more women will get in the mix too so yeah that's the, that's the hope so yeah cool um all right next question if you could this is another hard one i'm so sorry um if you could <laughs> listen to one album for the rest of your life what would it be i know this one too oh my god yay i'm so excited okay. <laughs> so I don't, you may love me or hate me for this answer because I always get divided answers on this one. But <laughs> I sincerely believe that Foley is Fallout Boy's best album. <laughs> and a lot of people give me shit for it. No, I I know a ton of people that, that think the same way as you too. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it's still a banger. So valid. Yeah. You're valid for that. A hundred percent like, <laughs> 
Foley was my number one listened to album last year. Like nice. my top five songs were Fallout Boy. Oh my god, year. that's impressive. <laughs> I yeah. love them. Like I have never gotten tired of that album. Oh my god, that's crazy. I feel like so like Fallout Boy, I loved a ton as a teenager. And like now, like their songs come like in and out of like my playlists and stuff but then once they mm-hmm. dropped their new album last year like yes. they bounced up to number five on my spotify wrapped and i was like holy shit i was not expecting that like but yeah. it was a banger album and then it, ca- it, it like, caused me to like listen to more of their stuff and then they became more relevant on like all of my other playlists so i was like i guess they're here so <laughs> yes a hundred percent and i feel like their latest album is almost like foley 2.0 yeah absolutely. you know yeah. um, so uh, i love foley so much yeah 100%. no when when that album came out i definitely felt like they were resurrecting like old fallout boy because like we got like more poppy albums the last couple album cycles and now that this was like more of like the pop rock pop punk that like we're used to from fallout boy like in the early days so i i felt it was like a hit of nostalgia with like some new themes i i thought it was great but yeah and it's so (laughs) theatrical and even the orchestral strings like i am a sucker for when rock bands have an orchestra performance Yes. I love it so much. I um, yeah, I love non-traditional instruments in rock bands so much. Like so I a fact about me is I've played alto saxophone for like 12 years. Oh, so, that's so cool. like yeah, I like grew up in marching band and everything and I did marching band all through college. So like mm-hmm. it's been relevant in my life forever. And so like every time I see a saxophone like or any like unconventional um you know instrument in a rock performance i like get super excited and whoever i'm with i'm like do you see that do you see the saxophone i'm like oh my god and like i think yes. it's so cool but oh yeah i love that so much yeah thank you but but yeah i definitely i i got on the um the the like theatrical vibe of it i i thought that that was super unique and like perfectly what was needed so yeah i love Yay. it but anyway fully i love that i love that answer so much I approve. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, so another like little get to know you kind of question. Um, what are some things that you kind of do outside of music and what are some other interests that you have? Yeah. So I love so many things. Um, so I'm a big musical theater gal. Yeah. So, I love it. Yeah. So like usually on my TikTok, it's a mix of band content and like emo pop punk content. But then the main thing that I do there is sing theater songs, like in kind of a pop rock or pop punk style. Um, I love that. Yeah. So I, I'm super passionate about that. And I'm hoping to, you know, kind of grow that and maybe record these covers um, this year. So that's a goal of mine. But besides like playing music in general, um, I love to write. Um, I went to art school here in Atlanta. Cool. Um, Yeah called SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design. Um, and I I was a nerd, so I loved school. I like I loved going to school and especially when it's in a creative environment, like yeah, absolutely. it makes it so much better. Um mm-hmm. so for me, like my my day job, because I think a lot of people don't realize most of your favorite artists have day jobs. Yes. I love talking about that so much because everyone just assumes like 
if I even know you kind of, you probably, that's all you do, right? It's like, that's not true. Like, no. even some of the, like, medium largish like, musicians yes. still have day jobs. So Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's, so it's nuts. My anyway, day job. Day job. <laughs> yeah, so I write and do content strategy for food publications. Wow. So literally, like, in my day, I could be, you know, pitching about McDonald's or Starbucks or looking at recipes or fun, uh, like fun, different cooking tips and like all of that. So by day I like write about food and I'm kind of in that. And then by night I'm recording vocals or at a show or whatever. (laughs) Cool. I love that. I love the kind of like double life feel you just gave and like yeah yeah it's it's such an accurate representation of what it's like to be like an artist like especially nowadays it's like something's got to pay the bills you know and it's like I this the podcast literally doesn't pay me shit like I don't make anything from this I do this all for free and because I I love talking about music I love promoting you guys and just like building a a fun community and meeting people so like yeah you know what I mean and like it's fun so so yeah that's cool 100% and it's cool it's nice to have like different interests because then I feel like that keeps me from burning out you know you can just find new inspiration from different things that you're doing yeah absolutely um yeah and I I love that job. That's super cool. Like you're working with like food, but in like a super creative way. So it's like, you're still like using the creative part of your brain, you know, but not necessarily like towards the same type of thing that like, like your music and like all that stuff does. So cool. Exactly. That's super fascinating. (laughs) I love that. Nice. Okay. Um, Another question for you. So what would you consider to be the coolest thing that's happened in your career thus far? Oh man. You see, I feel super lucky because I I'm fortunate to think we've done a lot of really cool things. Um, yeah. you know, one that I always go back to, we got to perform at So What Music Fest in 2022. Yeah. Um it's so fun. Lineup, it was and you know, it was something that we really wanted and uh I remember when it was first announced, I came up with a whole plan. I was like, "Okay, we're gonna, you know, try and position ourselves and post videos about wanting to be on So What and like really hopefully get the promoter's attention. And they were so kind to give us a slot on a main stage. Like, wow. Yeah. So super fortunate. Um, And the lineup that year was full of my favorites, like Charlotte Sands, Against the Current, um, uh like black bear headlines oh my god nice yeah like it it was insane there were so many bands that i'm a fan of like hot milk um yeah yeah just so many Uh, rebecca black like so many cool people um and so when we got the offer i immediately facetimed the guys i was like we got on the festival oh my god (laughs) that had to have felt insane like i I want to go to so what really bad. Um, that is one that like every time I see it, the the lineup never disappoints. And I, of course, I'm from Minnesota. I can't just make my way out to Texas like that just doesn't happen. So it have to be like a plan. But man, that's so cool that you got to play on there and like 
a main stage like that's so sick congratulations like thank you so cool <laughs> yeah it felt really good so i i'm really thankful and that was our first festival you know so yeah. we're we're hoping in the coming years we'll we'll be able to jump on a few other fest lineups <laughs> yeah absolutely and you know hopefully we'll be able to get something eventually here soon with with women in pop punk like that's something yeah. that I, I really want to try and make happen like just like build funding with with other women and like uh musicians and just make it happen like i that's such a dream of mine so hopefully yeah. you could be a part of that that would be so sweet yes so. literally i i love that 100%. yeah yeah it's it's a huge dream of mine so it would be an honor to have you be a part of it if we if yeah. we make it happen so yes oh i would love to <laughs> yay i love that sweet okay so We've been talking now for almost an hour, so we unfortunately have to kind of start wrapping things up. Um, so I have one more main question for you before we kind of start to wrap it up. So yeah. another, this is another, another hard one might make you think for a second, but that's okay. So um, <laughs> what is one piece of advice you'd give to your younger self if you could? It could be music or not music related. Ooh. That's a good question. <laughs> um, I think a big one, and it's it's even in the first song that we put out as a band um, called Don't Tell Me. Um, I think a big piece of advice would be, I mean, even when I was younger, I, I really held the belief of, you know, stay true to who you are and like never let anyone tell you different. Um, <laughs> and I think, unfortunately, as you kind of move forward, in the industry or, you know, whatever industry you're in, if, if you're a non-male artist, like there are those moments when people are going to tell you, well, you just need to do it this way. Or, mm -hmm. you know, you, your music isn't this enough or you're not this enough. And it can feel discouraging because you just want it sometimes like you just want to fit the mold of what these higher up people want you to be. Yeah. But I think I would tell my younger self, even myself of six months ago, um, you know, that is not what matters. And the reason why people maybe resonate with your music is because you're uniquely you. So just yeah. to remember that and to just really keep it close to your heart that, you know, no one should tell you the kind of person or the kind of artist you should be. Um, and the cream rises to the top. Like the the good will always outweigh the bad. Yes, I, I love that so much. And that's that's something that like I feel like we all need to like remember is like it's cool to like take inspiration from other people from time to time. But like you're you and people will love you for who you are inside and out and whatever else like what you show them people will fall in love with and you also have to remember that you're not always going to be someone's cup of tea and you have to remember mm -hmm. that that's not your problem that's theirs you know so yeah and you know that's also okay like you know even even going back to you know to past criticism of of our work or of a certain song like you know it was, it was hard for me to grasp like, oh no, like people think that I'm a horrible person, you know, <laughs> but, but I think it's really remembering, you know, knowing your worth and knowing your intention 
are yeah. so much more important than what the outside noise thinks. Exactly. And like, we can even go back to the song Jaded. Like, people took it in a way that you absolutely did not intend for it to go. And you were <laughs> like, hold on, homies. Like, hold on. Like, I'm, I'm, try- I'm not trying to be a villain here. Like, I'm trying to show that, like, yes, we love her, but not all of us are her. I'm me, you know? So, yeah. like, and that's the thing that matters. And that's the thing that we all need to remember is like, we love each other for our own unique, you know, abilities, talents, our unique personalities. And yeah, yeah. I I would definitely tell my younger self that too, because for, for a long time, I wanted to like fit in one way or like, you know, I'm like, I'm not pop punk enough to look like I'm, I like this music or whatever. And it's like, who cares? Like, you know, it's like, I'm me and that's all that matters. So a hundred percent. I love that so much. And yeah, like in the community, like the whole reason why I I've loved being a part of like the scene and going to warp tour as a kid is because, you know, everyone belongs. Yeah. You know, absolutely. like, there, there should not be a feeling of division. And so I think it's just reminding yourself, like, division is not what this is about. It's about being inclusive and spreading good vibes and just yeah. doing your own thing. Exactly. That's that's what music was created for. It was meant to be a, a bonding experience. And it, it brings people together who maybe wouldn't have otherwise come together, which I think is the most beautiful part about making music, listening to music, you know, like mm-hmm. performing music, like that's that's just the cool thing about about it all. So, yeah. 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 Well, Maggie, thank you so much for being here today. This has been so incredibly fun. And thank you've you. given us like so much wisdom today. And it's, it's just been <laughs> no, it's been so much fun. And you, you're just such a bright light to have. And it, it's I can't wait until we get to release this to the world. So, oh, yeah. thank you so much. And seriously, like, you don't know how much it means to like, talk to someone like you who's so kind and you know understanding of what we're doing and and what we're trying to do so thank you for having me yeah thank you that that means so much to me too like it it goes both ways it's like I I love you and I like I love what you're doing and it means so much to know that you feel the same so yes yeah (laughs) um do you have anything else that you want to say um before we wrap things up maybe where we can follow you anything else like that yeah, so you can find the band really anywhere at Glimmer's Band. Uh, mm. We also have a website and a merch store, and we have really cute merch. So Ooh, I might have anyone, to get on that. <laughs> do it. We have everything from crop tops to we have Glimmer's lighters now, Ooh, which are super fun. We have a bunch of we have a bunch of shirts and hoodies and whatnot. So please check out our merch. Come to a show. Uh, we tour all the time. We're on a little bit of a recording break right now, but I'm sure in the summer we'll be we'll be gear enough to do more stuff. Sweet. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much again, Maggie, for being here. It's it's been so yeah. much fun. Yes, thank you. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. All right, pop punk enthusiasts, that was my interview with Maggie of Glimmers. Again, you guys can follow them at Glimmers Band on social media. I had so much fun bringing Maggie on today. It was literally a blast. 
I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed recording it with Maggie. If you guys love this episode a ton, make sure you share it with a friend that you think would also love it and also give us five stars on Spotify. It makes sure that people are seeing our episodes and we get new listeners every single week. So if you love us, please share us everywhere you can on social media with your friends text all your friends give us five stars the works please it means so much to us again if this is your first time with pop punk promo make sure you visit poppunkpromo.com for the full list of artists that we have featured over the last year and a couple months so we have every single person we've ever interviewed we've got links to their music and direct links to the episodes as well so if you don't want to scroll through spotify or apple music finding the episode it's right there at poppunkpromo.com make sure you go check it out for anything and everything involving this podcast this is where we're gonna have to leave you this week pop punk enthusiasts thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode i had such a blast with you guys and i hope you guys catch us again in the next episode so for those of you who have been around for a while you know that we started with over a year's worth of episodes coming up every single week and then i decided to take a step back and only release bi-weekly so I've got a little bit of a treat for you guys. I think I will be releasing another episode next week. So instead of seeing you guys two weeks from now, I'll see you guys again next week for another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. So stay tuned. You're going to want to see this episode. I'll give you a sneak peek on Instagram of who the next guest will be. You guys aren't going to want to miss it. Until next time, stay safe out there, pop punk enthusiasts. Be good to yourselves and each other. And we will catch you again next week at Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for another episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. See you later. For more information on how you can become a pop punk promo featured artist, visit poppunkpromo.com.